0: listening to Our Anxiety Stories, the Anxiety Canada podcast with John Bateman. Check out anxietycanda.com for more totally free anxiety resources, including our app MindShift CBT. My next guest is a podcaster and an actor, and I'm sure many other things that I don't know about. Well, maybe we'll find out. Uh, This is Bridie McLean. Hi, Bridie. Hi. I'm so glad that you got on. It 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 was all my fault. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, it's just a it's a tough thing to coordinate schedules, but um, it, yeah, there there's a lot going on.
0: It is. Well, you're you you must be super busy, I guess.
1: Well, today we went to camera on a new film, so uh, yeah, it's been pretty busy leading up to it. But today, today is pretty smooth sailing so far.
0: Oh, that's good. So you're like literally working on something right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I kind of know you. More through well, through your sister. I kind of I met you once through your sister, Tara. Okay. Um, and uh, and when I was setting up for this, I thought you know be, because I knew a little bit about you know talked to her a lot and and knew a little bit about your history and um, and your life and I'm I'm leading off the the interview with the with the basic question, which is the name of the show, which is what you know our anxiety stories. What's your anxiety story? What's your relationship? How's it affected you in your life?
1: Um that's a really big question yeah Um, yeah it
0: is it is
1: i i think i'd say the first the first thing that comes to mind with that question is my first memory of anxiety and uh and it you know i grew up i i have very i don't have a lot of complaints about my childhood or anything but i i grew up um in a what they call a broken family but i don't really think of it that way but Mm -hmm. My um, my dad and my stepmother raised me, and my sister, who you know me through, mm. um, she she and I had the same mom, so she was kind of on the other side of my family, not the family that I grew up with. Right. And um, so probably when I was about eight, I yeah. would say I, uh, Tara, my sister, mm. and our other sister Shay, they came and they came for a visit to. To where I lived and they picked me up and we spent the day mm-hmm. uh, hanging out and it was great. And then they drove me home and I just remember this like stomach ache, this like deep, deep like ache um, that that just had me on my knees. I was so stressed. I was so stressed out and feeling so anxious just because of the dynamic and my family wasn't always really positive. Right. So coming home with, with that side of my family to my to my home, my domestic oh, okay. family was was a lot more conflict. I felt like that I could handle in my in my little eight year old body, but but for so for as long as I can remember, that's always how my anxiety has presented itself is in just like awful physical cramp cramps in yep. my stomach. Yep. and um, definitely. And that's followed me. It's followed me my whole life. Now I don't know if I would not have known that if it wasn't for um, my experience. Um, practicing and teaching yoga over the last like fifteen years, oh, okay. and uh, and it really helped me identify like what physical sensations are related to my anxiety.
0: Mm-hmm. So oh. you're, so yoga is one of your it turned into one of your coping mechanisms.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like a a peaceful break from from things and and slows the breath and relaxes my body. And I and I find that if I can. If I can control the physical aspects of my anxiety, it has a tremendous mental effect
0: that's wow that's amazing to hear that I mean that's uh something we haven't really heard that that angle before usually you know you're tackling the the psyche right away, but the 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 whole uh you know kind of connecting it to your body and connecting those physical symptoms to your body and then addressing those can be a powerful thing too
1: yeah absolutely i mean it, it it's similar to my acting training, right mm. where you can you can create uh, um, a psychological experience within yourself, tap into emotions that are, that are not your own because the, they belong to the character, mm-hmm. but you do it from the outside in. So you can do it from you know, using physical gestures and physical exercises to affect your psychology. And I've, I've used that in the same way cause, because, of course, performing brings up a whole different kind of anxiety.
0: Yeah, that's so how do, you, how do you differentiate those kinds of anxieties? Do you consider one anxiety to be more healthy or useful and the other, obviously, to not be healthy and useful? How do you differentiate between those two?
1: I don't necessarily think either of them are healthy or useful. Like, I, I you know, I've been an actor for a long time and I, and I feel like I haven't really made my peace with it yet.
2: Right. Um, yeah.
1: I, I, I'm I'm always, every single time, the entire time, being confronted with that imposter mm-hmm. syndrome of, you know, even though I have years of experience and training, like mm-hmm. oh, I'm not supposed to be here and I'm not, I, I'm not meeting people's expectations and etc.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, it's weird because then as a podcaster where I'm standing up on stage or on the microphone and presenting myself, I feel none of that. Yeah, I feel because, very yeah. free.
0: Is that right? Because your podcast is very different. Your podcast is called Turn Me On. Yeah. And tell me the gist of what that podcast is about.
1: Um, That podcast is about what it's like to be a sexual being in the world. Um, So my husband and I, we interview everyday ordinary folks about their experience. And sometimes we get some really wild stories and Mm -hmm. sometimes they're they're pretty, they're much more relatable. But we're pretty open about our experience. Um, we see other people and so we have lots of experience to draw from and yeah and we get we get pretty personal
0: yeah yeah for sure and did, did so obviously you you came uh, like was that a, a decision that you and your husband came to where you decided it was more comfortable to be open and transparent about it
1: yeah I think so I think there's the older I get the more I feel like there are certain, patterns I've fallen into in my life that I didn't realize were choices it mm-hmm. just matched what was happening around me in the in the adults that I saw from everything from you know the trajectory of a career to the trajectory of a relationship mm-hmm. and so yeah I feel like I feel like being trying to fit into a shape that's not necessarily my shape is right. um yeah, it's that's stressful.
0: Yeah, for sure. And you found so, that tr- kind of opening up and transparency was a good, a good way to deal with it.
1: Yeah, Freeing, I mean, it's like something you really, really, uh, when everything's on the table, like when everything's just wide open and transparent, then, yeah. then it becomes just a lot easier to deal with, yeah. um, I think, those feelings.
0: Yeah, so your, your husband is Jeremy Sanders. Who, yeah. Who Saunders, was, yeah. yeah, Saunders, yeah. Yeah, Saunders, sorry. He, was, uh, he did Art Attack. And he has, um,
1: yeah, or Zuka was the name of his, is that what
0: it his was? Okay. The Canadian
2: version. Thank yeah. you,
0: thank you for correcting me. And, <laughs> and he's got a super uh, popular podcast called Sick Boy, um, yeah. talking about his dealing with cystic fibrosis. Yeah. Uh, one of the questions that I wonder about is how how is it dealing with that that in your relationship? You know, because for me that is that is pure anxiety. Um, how how I would deal with that because it's a it's a difficult disease to live with, uh, let alone mm-hmm. being a, a person who commits to somebody who has it. Like, how does that how does that work for you? How do you deal with that?
1: Um, you know, it, there is it's like a low hum all the time. Yeah. You know, because he he's coughing all the time and yeah, and so it's always re- it's always really present, especially now with the podcast yeah um but you know this might be a really weird thing to say but i feel like maybe that relationship is a defense mechanism for me because when i just when i was like making that transition from high school to my independent sort of adulthood Mm -hmm. um tara and i we lost our other sister Mm -hmm. really unexpectedly and it nothing could have shook me more yeah and that definitely sent me on a on a num- like a year a number of years of, of of depths and discovery and stuff like that and then when I met Jeremy I think I think there's something soothing mm-hmm. to some part of my brain in that I at least know yeah that this is probably how it's going to happen. Yeah. and what it's probably going to look like. Wow. And that might might be a really strange thing to say, but no I, no. I think that's that's how I make sense of it.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you mentioned your sister Shay. Yeah. who passed away in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Um what what was um, you know, I mean, to me also that that's a it, I don't even know how somebody deals with that. Um, And in terms of how it affects you, you know, your mental health and so on and so forth. How did you, how did that, how did you feel like that affected your mental health? How did you, how do you, how did you come back from that? If you come back from it?
1: Yeah, I think I would say that, um, you know, right off the bat, it was very reassuring that, I wasn't the only one grieving the way that I was grieving it was mm-hmm. it was my very first experience with that kind of grief, mm-hmm. but my family really also it kind of pulled us all closer right and I know sometimes that doesn't happen, but um we I definitely took a a a personal dive into again, I was just eighteen and just finding the yeah. world on my own, and yeah. so i definitely numbed my grief mm-hmm. for a couple of years with the same sort of thing that from the outside might look like your average every day 19 20 year old i right. smoked a lot of pot and i drank a lot of alcohol yeah. and it it helped <laughs> i thought and then and then one day i showed up to a yoga teacher training at 21 and i was like i I want to feel healthy
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that yoga training really challenged me in, in like my things that I believed to be true mm-hmm. and challenged my, like the hardness that had kind of formed a little bit around my heart. Yeah. And, um, and I just haven't been able to turn away from that since it's not, it's not easy. It's, it's, absolutely maddening to be mm-hmm. challenged like that on all on all your defense mechanisms but um yeah yeah slow i think yoga helped bring me out of it my the love of my family yeah um my acting training because yeah it gave me a way to process right that kind of pain yeah yeah
0: and that yeah i guess that that i guess that kind of thing helps yeah. sort the brain a little bit too
1: yeah 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 i mean i think it's funny because i think I this might, maybe this isn't fair to say, but I but I think a lot of people who are drawn to yoga mm-hmm. and who are drawn to acting mm-hmm. have mental health stuff that they are kind of wanting to maybe look at,
0: yeah, what, or work with. Do, do yeah. you think that they always know that when they get into it?
1: No, yeah. no, definitely not, yeah. and maybe some of them never do.
0: Yeah, I yeah, that's true. I mean because uh you know one of the comments that I always get because I'm I'm supposed to be funny. I'm not like being overly funny in this podcast, but you know, <laughs> the day is pretty young still. Um but uh but yeah, it it's it's true. I mean, I've suffered from anxiety and I've had depression my whole life and uh and I'm and you know, we all use different ways, but there's something about that about actors and humor and all that 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 we kind of gravitate gravitate towards that.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, the 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 levity, the lightness is, is so important it's important to to just I guess take all those feelings and channel yeah. them in some way. Yeah,
0: well you sure find out who your friends are once they see the other side of that, right? oh that's super true. Yeah, yeah. Um what's what's the name what's the name of the project you're working on right now?
1: Um so we are shooting a independent film on Prince Edward Island. It's it's, it's a landmark moment for Prince Edward Island filmmaking.
2: Yeah, great. Um,
1: it's called A Small Fortune. Yeah. And it's a thriller about found money. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, it's great. My mom and dad are in it.
0: My oh, wow. My
1: Sophia, Sarah's daughter, yeah, is in yes, it. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a family affair.
0: Excellent. That sounds great. Uh, Bridie, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Thank you. Okay, and good luck with the movie for the rest of the way.
1: Thanks very much. And good luck with the rest
0: of this project. Thank you very much. We'll talk soon. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Our Anxiety Stories, the Anxiety Canada podcast with John Bateman. Check out anxietycanada.com for more anxiety resources, including our app, MindShift CBT. And if you like what you hear, please consider making a donation. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Until next time.